In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Letdowns in political history. Yeah. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real Well, I have to say that um, we just found out this morning that um, that she will be able to compete. Yeah. We just want to thank uh, the governor, DeSantis, and the governor's team. I've had a lot of conversations in the last couple of weeks, and the, also the, the Florida Department of Health for um, also speaking with us and just wanting to get more and more information. Um, I'm going to keep this very short because we're at, still we're just shocked and excited about the the news. So it was about what she competes in and so, everything. So. Uh, Isabella has some um, from the age of seven. She has competed and uh, she's been in swimming, um, obviously golfing. Um, she has been yeah. in basketball. <laughs> and, and basketball. And what else? Basketball, swimming, golfing. What's your favorite? And cycling, yes. So so she's been a part of Special Olympics Florida for these many years. That's right. And so... It has been a roller coaster ride for sure. We began with the excitement of, you know, where she's in, and then they tell us we've got to have these vaccine mandate. And um, 
So here we go down. And then we we're told we get to go to training as a whole group and we're up again. And then April 22nd, I can't, I won't forget that date. We're told you're not in, you're done. So I'm having to share this with my daughter on a, you know, up and down, up and down. So, but again, thank God, you know, God did not give me her without a voice. So um, I'm, I'm a voice and I was hoping to be a voice for these athletes. It's all about the athletes. And so, that in sight of, you know, uh, Special Olympics, uh, I know Florida says inclusion. I'm just so thankful that we are, are especially here in Florida, our Special Olympics Florida, um, I'm glad that our team is back together. Yeah. So. Good luck to you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what you just saw there was Ron DeSantis picking up another major win for the people of his state. Floridians are so lucky, so blessed to have a governor who doesn't care about politics, who only cares about the promises he made to the people that he was, uh, that, to the people that he grew up with, born and raised in Florida, Ron DeSantis was, served his country, and now serving the great state of Florida and being an inspiration for the rest of us, hey, Chris Sununu here in New Hampshire, take notes. Take notes on how you, uh, you are a public servant and not a Trump-hating politician. What a great video that was. And do you want to know why we got that video today, folks? Because that wasn't just a video that was put out for something great Ron DeSantis did. That was actually tweeted by his wife, Casey DeSantis. Do you know why she tweeted it? Not to show you the great things that is happening by the grace of God in the state of Florida, and not to show you how uh, God is using her husband, but that was in a direct hit to Gavin Newsom. Do you remember the, uh, the campaign ad that Gavin Newsom took out about people uh, going to Florida and, and, and how to come back to California where your freedoms are protected? Well, when asked about that a little bit further, um, he said that uh, people's rights were under attack, issues like abortion, book banning, and the easiness of voting. But he said that the real reason for taking out that ad, Newsom told the Sacramento Bee, was that, quote, he did something that tipped me very directly, talking about something that made him mad personally, and that was going after the Special Olympics. That is what Gavin Newsom said was his straw that broke the camel's back as to why he pulled, he used taxpayer money probably to make that millions of dollar worthless loser ad about how nobody's free in Florida, come back to California. Meanwhile, people are fleeing to Florida. So he said that he took very, it was personal to him that he was going after the Special Olympics. He wasn't going after the Special Olympics. He was going after uh, an, an, an opportunity to save his uh, athletes, his Special Olympic athletes in his state to not have to take the vaccine. Because the Special Olympics were not going to allow these kids to compete. We talked about this two months ago when it all first started. We talked about this two months ago. And here Ron DeSantis is winning again. And uh, everybody asked what the sign on the podium said. It said, let them compete. Let them compete. And they won. And the Special Olympics backed down. And backed down to Ron DeSantis because they knew better. 
So big shout out to Ron DeSantis and a real big shout out to Casey DeSantis who posted that on Twitter as a response to Governor Gavin, Gavin Gaslight and his loser ad that he pulled out. Big shout out to them. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. We've got a lot of good news today. Of course, it's always going to be riddled in with some things that don't seem so good, but at least we know the truth, right? At least we know how to fight it, right? I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And as always, I'm going to tell you it is a blessing and an honor to do this job for you. If you have not rumbled the video or liked it on Getter, please do so now. And folks, if you're watching on the app, there's a little share button on the home page of this video. A little share button up in the right-hand corner. If you click that share button, you can actually bring up all of your chats on Instagram or Facebook. And you can go through and you can send it to 100 people in like literally 15, 20 seconds. So that's the best way to share. That's the best way to get it out. And I'll ask that you do that away as well. We're 650 people now away from having 30,000 more or 30,000 total LFA family members on Rumble. And the competition is picking up, folks. No longer is 15, 16, 1700 Rumbles and likes going to keep us in second and third place because more and more people are coming to Rumble because they understand how free it is there, how great it is there, and the growth opportunities there. Okay? So uh, any and all help is definitely um, accepted. Uh, big shout out over in Getter. I'd like to say hello to Keith Day 777. I like the last three letters or were uh, numbers. Thank you very much. Ruby Hines is in there. Terry says, I love Ron DeSantis. So do I, Terry. If you guys could please, please repost over there on Getter, I would appreciate that as well. Forrest Trump said, what's up, my brothers and sisters and my LFA family? Heidi Pfeiffer says, Carrie Lake is on War Room with Jack. Yes, she is. I see that right there. As you can see, I always got something good here. Um, on while I'm doing the show. Bama Lady is in the building. And Suzanne says, hey, Jeremy, Joe Demers is here. He says, yo, how you doing? And Dries Monkey. I want to, I really want to, um, I really want to highlight the importance of the Live from America family, folks. It's not just a place where, hey, this is our family. This is our nation. This is our Fox Nation. Well, these, we really do things for each other. And a lot of us know each other personally now. You can't say that with any other show, at least not on the level that we do it on. We literally are like a church. We are like a church. We're like a congregation, a flock who looks out for each other. Thank you very much, Crystal from Michigan. Snow Baby is watching. Chick73, Amber Wolf, Mich- uh, Michelle Curl, how you doing? Jim and Barbara Peters, Alicia Wyda, Krista Donovan, Kimmy1313, how you doing? Good to see you. Irish, uh, Iris, Hannah Aguilar, hello, how are you? Nancy Brewer is watching. Kayla26, uh, Rockin' Robbins is in the building. Redneck1776 says, morning, y'all, and I would not expect another statement from a name like that. Thank you, and God bless you. Um, Terry Sue 55 and Lillard says, our Zoom meetings are special. And, of course, if you want to be in on those LFA Zoom meetings, just get a hold of her, and I'm sure that she can set you up. Folks, let's go to the Lord um, in, the, in the morning newsletter, and I'm going to read the whole newsletter for you because this touches on some LFA family members and really plays off what I was just saying. Before we get started, I titled the newsletter this morning, Promises Made, Promises Kept, and no, I am not talking about Donald Trump. Promises Made, Promises Kept. Hello and great morning. I want to tell you a quick story of two live from America family members who were very, very generous to me yesterday. Now, 
even if a person donates $1, whether it's on the JeremyHarrell.com or whether it's on Rumble Rants or through the mail, $1 is, it's not about the, it's not about the dollar amount. It's about the generosity. It's about the kindness and the compassion. And, and it doesn't need to even be money. When you share, it's about kindness and compassion. When you comment, when you like, it's about kindness and compassion. So I don't ever want anybody to think that somebody who donates 500 is any more important than somebody who donates $1, okay? But what, this, what these people did were, was, was so special, I just had to highlight it. The act of the donation means far more than the amount. The Live from America family may not be big in numbers, but when you have thousands of God-fearing people working on a daily basis for each other, miracles do happen. Roxanne and Sherry, both of you know, I don't want to say your last names just in case you don't want them out there, but Roxanne who's watching on the Rumble chat and Sherry as well, both of you blew our minds yesterday. Roxanne offered my family a free stay at her vacation home in Florida anytime that we can make it. Now that alone, ladies and gentlemen, the fact that it's so very hard for me and my family to all go on vacation together because of how expensive it is for seven people to go anywhere is just that that act of kindness means so much to us. Not that we'll ever be able to get away anytime soon, maybe, but we'll try to figure out a time to go down there, uh, Roxanne. And we just want to thank you very much for opening up your home to our family. Uh, And that right there shows trust, love and, and compassion. And I just want to say thank you. That is a that is a gift that we will always forever remember. Uh, also, I'd like to say Sherry. Sherry recently sold her family farm and is offering a sizable donation to help Live from America in this very tough time when our donations are down so badly. This is God providing through kindness and compassion and through the kindness and compassion of other people. Sherry, this is her farm. I don't expect anybody to ever do this, but the fact that she's willing to do this to keep life from America going, when I told you that even through times of tough, uh, tough times that we relied on God and we will rely on God to keep us going, this is what I'm talking about. This is God providing, folks. It's wonderful. And this is what family is all about. And I made a promise to you guys as well that I would never quit this job as long as God wanted me to do it. And I intend to fulfill that promise. And all of you are making it possible in every way you can. So thank you. Verse of the day today, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give, to give you a future and to give you hope. Now, one thing that you can be sure of is God is incapable of lying. When he promises you something, it's 100% going to be fulfilled. Not on your time and mostly not how you expect it, but he will come through. Think about this. Imagine if you were wrongfully arrested and the only way you had a chance to show your innocence would be to get the best, most high-priced and knowledgeable lawyer in the country. And to your surprise, out of nowhere, he shows up free of charge to give you his assistance and use his resources. And you can't even afford it, but here it is. That's how God works. 
That's how God works. Or imagine this. Imagine you find out you have cancer and there's a slight chance you will make it, but only if you have like $2 million to spend on the best and most knowledgeable doctors on the planet. The problem is that you are broke, like we all are, and you could never afford that. And then all of a sudden you get an invitation to go to the best hospital where they are waiting for you to heal you. That's how God works. That's how God works. You don't have to have the resources, okay? to deal with this immense problem in your life. But God promised a savior. 2,020 years ago, he made good on that promise. He gave you something that you didn't deserve, something that you couldn't afford, and something that is only free to those who believe his promises and how, how he fulfilled them. Promises made, promises kept. When you ask God for help or a blessing and you believe that he is listening and willing, then your prayers are answered immediately. All you have to do is look for them. Like I said, you don't have, they don't come when or how you think, but if you're looking for them, then you will see them, and it's your job to accept them. So let's thank God and look for ways for helping others find their blessings and answers to their prayers as well. And we pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Promises made, promises kept. When he promises you something, the promise is going to be kept. Same thing should go for you. And that promise, by the way, comes in a way you don't deserve. Comes in an overflowing, an overflowing cup of blessings and love and compassion like Roxanne, like uh, um, Sherry, and like all of you who helped the show. It's truly amazing. It's truly amazing. I didn't have to read a bunch of books about cancer. All I needed was God's word, says Barbara Peters. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer now. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one. And as one LFA family, one congregation, let's say our prayers to the sky. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Trump kept his promises, and he will continue to keep his promises. Ron DeSantis keeps his promises. Carrie Lake will keep her promises. Mazzy Paz says, I needed this. Praying for a job I've been waiting for. Really need it. Amen. Thank you, Jeremy. Well, it may not be the job that you thought you were going to get, but it will be a job that you need. God will come through. God will come through. He will come through on his promises. That's, what, that's all you have to remember. All right, folks, here we go. You ready for the first and foremost section? I am. Lift your cups up and let's get busy. Here we go. Huge wins to start the show today. If you wanted to share good news, if you wanted to share good information, now's your time to do that. Share it out. Share that Rumble link out, folks. Huge wins to start out the day. The judge that we have been talking about in this case against Facebook and Twitter to probe them to find out if the White House colluded with them in any way, shape, or form to tip the scales of the election or colluded with them in any way to stop freedom of speech, or colluded them with, them any, with them in any way to push a narrative that we now know was false or true, colluded with them in any way, shape, or form for any reason. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that judge has granted the Missouri Attorney General, Eric Schmidt, the ability to launch a full investigative probe into Facebook and Twitter for their collusion with the Biden administration. This is big news. We have not seen this, anything like this, in quite some time. And as a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, this right here might be what ends Section 230, which is immunity for these social media platforms, which gave them all their growth, which gave them all their power so they could turn around and use it against us. I don't think so. This is the beginning of the end. The walls closing in, as the left likes to say about Trump, for Section 230. This is big news, and I want you to understand how big of a win this is. Do not overlook this. Do not go past this. When we talked about draining the swamp, we know what we were talking about. Politicians, big tech, Silicon Valley platforms, and the mainstream media. We're already doing it with the mainstream media. We're seeing them lose in every way, shape, or form. We're watching our numbers go up. Why? Because people are going to people that they trust. The truth is getting out there. And this is going to be the beginning of the end for these losers as well. A federal judge has permitted Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt to conduct his investigative probe into big tech collusion with the Biden administration. Now, previously, the lawsuit filed in May by the states of Missouri and Louisiana against all of the major government prayers in big tech censorship, including... Joe Biden, Jen Psaki, Tony the Ratface Fauci, the CDC, the NIH, the Department of Homeland Security, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, and many, many, many others, including you, you little Merrick Garden Gnome Garland. You're going to be in on this as well. Trust me. The lawsuit alleges, and we all know that this is true, that the Biden, illegitimate Biden administration conspired with and at times outright coerced Facebook, Twitter, and Google, and every other major tech monopoly to enforce speech and thought conformity on the internet. And I will put a link, and I'm sorry I did not do this in the beginning of the show. I know I want to keep up with you guys on the information that I'm getting. I will, after this show, put a link. Eli, write this on my bipolar pad. I will put a link to the copy of the lawsuit so you can read it yourself. Okay? Now, um, I'm, I'm, gonna go, I'm going through all the lawsuit right now. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to get down to the meat, and the, the meat and potatoes of the story. All right? A whistleblower who dumped a cache of internal documents from the Department of Homeland Security into the lap of Senators Josh Hawley of Missouri and Chuck Grassley of Iowa. Um, the documents confirm that the DHS has maintained an ongoing disinformation censorship program targeting anyone with COVID vaccine concerns and 2020 election fraud concerns and anyone else thinking wrong think. That's what it is, folks. You know, that's what they call it, right? Wrong think. As a matter of fact, one of our new hosts here on LFA TV come this September is actually going to have a show called Wrong Think, but I will let her debut that to you um, when she comes on and announces. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, Wrong Think. That is, the, that, is the, uh, that is the title of this story, Wrong Think. Because if you think wrong, you get suspended. You get deleted and you get completely banned from these big tech companies like I did. And when this lawsuit goes through, I might file a little lawsuit of myself, ladies and gentlemen to get my property back. 
In the lawsuit, the Biden administration has fought tooth and nail to stop Eric Schmidt from getting justice, not only for the citizens of Missouri, but also for all of us here in the United States of America and to stop uh, actual fascists, that is the government-sponsored big tech censorship of our speech and our thoughts. This is big news. Like I said, this is going to be the beginning of the end for Section 230. Okay, Eric Schmidt's office can see documents and they can depose executives of these companies all the way up to Mark Zuckerberg. As of now, Attorney General Schmidt of Missouri has a chance to blow this whole fascist censorship campaign wide open for the world to see exactly what you and I have known to be true for so very long. We wish him and the Attorney General of Louisiana, Jeff Landry, Godspeed in their probe, in their investigation, because this is the best chance that we have ever had and may ever have to uncover the truth. We are uncovering the truth of J6. We are uncovering the truth of the censorship in this country. And ladies and gentlemen, all of this needs to be done to truly drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. And by the way, you can look for Drain the Swamp by Jeremy Harrell on any of your music and streaming download sites. And bump that song loud for your neighbors to hear. Drain the swamp. Did you think the good news was going to end with that? I don't think so, folks. I got so much more coming. Let me have a sip of coffee before we keep going. Look at this $2 Tuesday train. This is great. God bless you. Bannon was filing a lawsuit against someone, Larry, but I can't remember the details. He's filing a lawsuit against the January 6th committee, folks. And I believe his trial actually starts today, which isn't a real trial, by the way. It's a kangaroo court made up of people that aren't real judges, aren't real juries, aren't real executioners, are just bi- bipolar, bipartisan nobodies. And this is all for TV. None of, nothing, nothing is going to happen out of this against Bannon. I can tell you that. We're almost at the 4,000 mark, folks. Let's break that 4,000 mark on Rumble. Here we go. New news. New good news. The Supreme Court of the United States of America, there's a very good reason I titled it Trump's SCOTUS, is holding back the NWO and the left and holding them in check. The Supreme Court has allowed Indiana's parental consent abortion law to take effect. I absolutely love this, and this is a big, big win, a big win for parents, fathers, everybody. The Supreme Court issued an order yesterday letting Indiana officials enforce a law requiring a minor to have parental consent to get an abortion. Now, you wouldn't think that you would have to do this, that you'd have to pass a law to have parental consent for a minor to do anything, but unfortunately you do. Here's the big picture. The law was first blocked shortly after it was enacted in 2017, just five years ago. A district court at the time found the law would be substantial a substantial obstacle, excuse me, for minors who face potential abuse by their parents if they tell them about their pregnancy decisions. Here's the details. Minors in Indiana are required to get parental consent when getting an abortion, but they can petition a judge for an exception if they can prove that they are mature enough to make that decision for themselves. A parent or guardian wouldn't have to be notified that the minors sought an exception. The 2000 law requires parents or guardians to be notified of a minor's intent to get an abortion. Abortion rights groups have said the law could be dangerous for a minor looking to keep their abortion confidential from their parents, which they should not do. 
Now, what happened? Well, after Roe v. Wade was, oh, oh, Roe v. Wade was overturned, Indiana officials asked the 7th District U.S. Appeals Court to lift the injunction on the law. But the court said it would not issue the ruling, receiving, um, ruling until receiving the Supreme Court's judgment. Indiana then submitted a request to have the Supreme Court move quickly to officially submit its judgment. The high court granted the state's request immediately. And what we're watching unfold right now is Indiana's governor has called for a special session of legislation that will take place on July 25th in just six days, during which state lawmakers will decide whether to ban abortions outright. Let's pray that they do. Ladies and gentlemen, add that to your prayer lists. We now broke 4,000. Thank you. Let's go for five. Add that to your prayer lists. That the legislation in Indiana bans abortion outright rather than just getting parental consent as a minor. Because we don't want just the appetizers, folks. We want the whole kitten caboodle. We want the whole thing. Let's ban abortion completely state by state. And let's keep these uh, baby killers on their heels. Amen? Now, speaking of the Supreme Court. This is another reason why I labeled today's show the way I did, and this is more winning. Now, what I'm about to read to you isn't winning, but at least we know what they're trying to do, and I don't think they're going to be able to get away with it. Because Trump's legacy is the Supreme Court of the United States of America, because those conservative justices that Donald Trump nominated and then were confirmed to the United States Supreme Court, the left is freaking out. The New World Order is freaking out because the only thing that they could not steal was the Supreme Court. They could steal the House. They could steal the Senate. They could even steal the White House. But you know what they couldn't steal? They could not steal the Supreme Court of the United States. And now they're mad. They're mad because their little 2030, their 2030 agenda plan, their little NWO woke open wide borders and destroy everything, own the food, own the money, own the energy. The only thing that's keeping them in check until the MAGA king returns, whenever that may be, is the Supreme Court of the United States of America. And now, the House Democrats. Wow, thank you very much, Patsy. God bless you. The House Democrats are now pushing a bill that would add four seats to the United States Supreme Court. How about that? Just the number that they need to overcome the conservative majority. How about that? And guess who would get all those picks if it were to happen? Joe Biden. House Democrats yesterday demanded legislation to add four seats to the Supreme Court in hopes of moving the judicial body away from its current conservative slant. The lawmakers made their push at the press conference hosted by the Take Back the Court Action Fund on Monday. Oh, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, you can't beat God, okay? God is the one that gave Donald Trump those Supreme Court picks. Why? Because God was the one that decided that those people needed to be brought back to heaven at that time. That's why. God made that decision. Trump had the legal right to do it as the president of the United States. And God put those conservative uh, Supreme Court justices in those seats for these very times as of today, which we are getting away from Roe v. Wade. We are destroying the New World Agenda order. And you have to understand, folks, that we may not like Amy Phoney Barrett sometimes. We may not like Justice Kavanaugh sometimes. We may not like um, uh, John Roberts all the time. 
But the matter of the matter of fact here, ladies and gentlemen, is that when it comes when the push comes to shove, Trump's legacy is literally holding the NWO and the left at bay. Now, their demands follow rulings from the high court, handing conservative major wins on both abortion and gun rights, the two things that they want to control so badly. The court in late June overturned the landmark abortion precedent in Roe v. Wade, returning the right to regulate the procedures back to the states. One day prior, it struck down the New York law restricting the issuance of a concealed carry permit. And by the way, uh, Nancy or Nancy Hochul, well, might as well be, uh, Kathy Hochul there, the unelected loser there that's in, uh, that's in place in, uh, in New New York. She then went and said, now you need a social media credit score. And that's going to the Supreme Court as, at, at, as well. Shall not be infringed, dummies. Learn it. The Supreme Court is, quote, making decisions that usurp the power of the legislative and executive branches, said Representative Hank Johnson, Democrat of Georgia, according to The Hill. Some preemptively addressed detractors who would call the effort court packing, saying the Republicans did so first. They're saying that the Republicans court packed because they were given, Donald Trump was given the legal authority to put a court, uh, to put a Supreme Court justice in place. That's, that's what they call court packing. The Republicans did it first. Yeah, legally, you losers. The nightmare scenario of GOP court packing is already upon us, said Representative Mondaire Jones, another complete stupid person on planet Earth. The court's 6-3 conservative slant is in part due to, the pres- due to President Donald J. Trump's appointment of three associate justices to the bench. Neil Gorsuch, who replaced Anto- Antonin Scalia, who I believe my opinion was murdered, while Brett Kavanaugh replaced Anthony Kennedy and Amy Coney Barrett replaced Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And do you remember when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, by the way? Trump was really, he was like, wow, that's sad. She was an important woman. Where the Democrats love it. They would love to see Kavanaugh dead. They'd love to see Clarence Thomas, of all people, dead. Why? Because he's black and they're racist. So, ladies and gentlemen, the likelihood of this going through, not very good. Why? Because you would have to literally have 60 Republic, or you'd have to have 60 votes. You'd have to have a two-thirds vote. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And they're not going to be able to get rid of the filibuster because Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin are not going to allow that to happen. I believe more would actually pile onto that argument as well. Don't put anything past them. Don't put anything past them because they are in power and they don't abide by the law ever. Don't put anything past them, but that's what they're trying to do. That's exactly what they're trying to do now. You heard me mention Clarence Thomas, right? Well, there's a reason why I mentioned Clarence Thomas, ladies and gentlemen, and that is this, because Clarence Thomas is quickly, and when I say this, I'm not joking. I'm not saying this lightly either. Clarence Thomas is quickly becoming the most powerful Supreme Court justice in, in the Supreme Court. There's really no other way to say it. Now, John Roberts is the one who's technically in charge, right? He's the chief justice. But people don't follow losers. People follow, follow leaders. People don't follow losers. People follow winners. And not only his seniority there, being there as long as he's been there, But the other Supreme Court justices, the other conservative Supreme Court justices are literally influenced and following uh, Clarence Thomas, and they are completely forgetting about Justice John Roberts. So even though he is the Supreme Court chief justice, nobody cares. His power, he has none. He has no power here. The only power he had was under Bush, who appointed him, and under Obama, and now Biden, who he works for. 
But it doesn't matter. You can call yourself every name. and You can give every label to yourself you want that says you're in charge. And if you're not a leader, people are not going to follow you. Justice Clarence Thomas is now the most powerful Supreme Court justice in the Supreme Court, and they want him dead. And when I say that, I'm not saying that just because I'm saying it. They want him dead. If the liberals and the left and the NWO could literally kill him like Antonin Scalia, they would. Now, have you seen Rosie O'Donnell lately, by the way? She looks like Rachel Maddow's very angry older mother. She looks like Rachel Maddow's mother, a very angry version of Rachel Maddow. I don't know what happened to her. She looks like a man, okay? But this is Rosie O'Donnell. She posted a 28-second video, and it only took her about 10 seconds to say what she needed to say. But this shows how bad they want Clarence Thomas gone and out of the picture. Let's go ahead and play this video on Instagram here. This is her on Instagram. Rachel Maddow's older, angry mother. Impeach Clarence Thomas. Arrest his wife. Ah, look at how unhinged and crazy she is. Look how mad she is. What? I thought you were supposed to move out of the United States in 2016, you worthless nothing. Let's watch it again. It's so funny. Impeach Clarence Thomas. (laughs) Arrest his wife. Impeach Clarence Thomas and arrest his wife for what? What are you going to arrest her for? What are you going to arrest her for? She didn't break any laws. What are you going to impeach Clarence Thomas for? Oh, because you don't like him. Oh, I get it. Well, to Rachel Maddow's very older, angry mother. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. I got two of them for that loser. <laughs> hey, hey, Rosie O'Donnell, Michael Moore's uh, identical twin sister. Uh, I got two dum-dums for you. One wasn't going to do it. We got to give you two. Two dum-dums right there in the swamp donkey bucket. <laughs> in Peach Clarence Thomas, arrest his wife. Urgh. Somebody's mad. Looks like we are actually winning, doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it when they're mad enough to show their cards, to show their hand. Don't you? Don't you? Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, before, before, we, uh, before we get to the next segment, I do want to talk about the, uh, the, new, uh, the new sponsor that we took on for this month, and that is Field of Greens. Uh, these guys are really awesome, actually. And I, want to, I, actually, I actually have their, their little script here. But what I want to do is I want to read down for you, read, read to you what I wrote down when I had conversations with their doctors, okay? And by the way, these guys, that, these people that own this company that run Brickhouse Field of Greens, these people that run this are massively Amer- patriotic. I mean, if you go to their Instagram page, it's all about first responders, work hard ethic, cops, police, firemen. They've got videos in there where they're supporting um, our, our, our U.S. servicemen and women. That is why, that's, those are the people that I choose to get a sponsorship from when times are low. 
And these guys, because me and my wife are trying to go so healthy, we chose these guys. Now, I want to read something for you. Harvard Health Review says the number one answer to people uh, who, who are asked, what do you want most out of life? Do you know what they ask? You know what they answer? Hope. When, everybody, when somebody asks a person, the number one answer that they get when they asked, what do you want out of life? They say, hope. And now when you look at all these foods that we're eating lately that, that are clearly causing cancer, it's clear that we need to, to, uh, to put better things in our bodies, get our vegetables, get our fruits. Okay, these aren't supplements. This is, this is actually your daily servings of fruit and vegetables, all organic. And he said, when I was talking to the doctor, he said, all you have to do is go to your doctor, get a physical now, eat your... Eat, Eat your daily amount of Field of Greens and go to your doctor in 30 days. And I guarantee you, your doctor will say, just do the same thing that you're just, whatever it is you're doing, do that same thing. Whatever it is you're doing, he sa- he, they said he's going to say, do that same thing. And here's the thing right here. Boost your immunity, completely organic, natural sources of vitamins and minerals, antioxidants, support healthy metabolism. And build better for you. These guys are good people, and I just want you guys to check them out. And if you do go to fieldofgreens.com, you have to use the promo code LFA. Try them out. You'll get a huge discount just by going over there and, and telling them you're from LFA. But also, if you can leave them a message, tell them thank you to me, please. Um, tell them very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for me. I want to see what somebody said here. Sponsors get notifications for donations. Sponsors get notifications for donations. I don't know what that means, but uh, definitely let them know you want to say thank you for helping the show. They've seen the show. They know you guys. They've, I, I've invited them to watch your guys' comments, and they were like, well, this would work perfect for your audience, especially an audience that's trying to take care of themselves or older. You get your full daily amount of vegetables and your full daily amount of greens. Go to fieldofgreens.com and let them know we sent you. I would appreciate that. They're good people. All right, moving on. We talked about this the other day. Stores closing in your neighborhood. Stores closing that were 24 hours. They're closing at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock now. Okay? Nobody to work. And, yet, and we asked, why is nobody working? Why are there help wanted signs everywhere? Why in Biden's economy is there a help wanted sign every place, every block that you drive, but yet everybody's out of work and nobody can find work and no employer can find workers? What's the problem here? Okay? What is the problem here? What's going on? Well, the problem here, ladies and gentlemen, is that in the United States right now, socialist Democrats are literally paying people to stay home while they are purposely destroying the economy. This is not an accident. This is not an unqualification of Democrats in charge, even though they are are unqualified and stupid, very stupid people. But when it comes to destroying America, it seems to be that's that's where they are the brightest. That is when their light bulbs shine the brightest. When it comes to destroying America. And when you hear what I'm about to read you, you'll understand all of this is on purpose and all of this is strategic. Over the past few years after COVID, something very strange happened in America. We went from the most people ever in the United States working, right? The most people in the country working than ever before. People proud to have jobs. People making good livings. What happened? What happened during COVID? Well, The small businesses couldn't find workers after being shut down and they were destroyed financially. And this occurred across the nation. And what is the lifeblood of this country? Small businesses, small businesses, small businesses. 
If you drove through a drive-thru across the country, the lines were long and the service was poor. And that's getting worse. Many restaurants would even pause in the middle of the day selling to customers because no workers were available. It wasn't because people weren't working hard. It was because there weren't enough people to do the work. How is that possible? You may have asked yourself, like I did many times, where is everybody? Before COVID, employment was at an all-time high. Wages were at an all-time high. Then comes COVID and the workers disappeared. Weird. Biden was claiming that unemployment was low while everywhere you looked, there were no workers and the number of individuals in the job force hadn't changed uh, materially since before the insane and completely illegal fake COVID lockdowns. Now we've got some confirmation, folks. Americans are being paid to stay at home. Now, that's easy to say, but what does that mean? Jeremy, someone asked why you're doing commercial instead of promoting the news. Simply meant people or company that supports the show needs to be recognized. Or pro- Okay, thank you, Larry. Okay, th- I appreciate that. All right? Okay, what was that? where was I at? Americans are being paid to stay at home. Larry Kudlow was on with Mark Levin, and, I, and, and everybody knows Mark Levin is a good guy. I'll, I'll, I'll say he's a little bit of a rhino here and there, but he's a, he's a very smart guy, and he's very dedicated to fighting for this country. Amen? Okay. And he discussed the change in policy that is in place today. The Democrats are paying people to stay home. They changed long-lasting policies in order to do this. That is why we're in an inflation. That is why the, do- the bottom fell out of the dollar, because the dollar's worth less, because we passed these trillion-dollar bills to pay people to stay at home. To pay people to stay at home. And the Republicans did nothing to stop this. They did nothing to stop the lockdowns. They did nothing to... St- they actually pushed forward the trillion-dollar stimulus money They actually helped facilitate this stuff. They jammed a $2 trillion spending bill against the advice of even some of the Democratic economists who warned them about the inflationary impact just didn't listen because they didn't care. The other thing is uh, that I want to mention is they removed the workfare. They removed work requirements from the federal assistance plans. So now you have a position where people are getting paid not to work with no penalties, and they are dis- and that and that they destroyed the welfare reform of 25 years ago, which is all- which was so successful. Once again, the Democrat policies are destroying our nation, paying people to stay at home, letting them claim that they are victims rather than victims doors like we were under President Donald J. Trump. And they're hoping that all these illegal aliens that they're rushing in and giving amnesty to will take these jobs and the American worker will, dist- will lose their home, lose their savings, lose their retirement. That's what they're hoping. So how do we stop this? Well, unfortunately, as long as the left is in control of Congress, this is going to keep going on. There is nothing that you're going to be able to do to incentivize people to go and work. Now, maybe your governor and your state legislature, if they were all in the same page, could pass laws that say you can't get federal uh, handouts. You need to work. You need to contribute to our state's workforce or else. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I really don't know how you do it. It's got to be a top-down mentality. You could tackle it state by state, but I believe it has to be a top-down mentality. 
Either way, long story short, gas is at an all-time high. Inflation's at an all-time high. The dollar's worth crap. The stock market looks like crap. Housing market's in the tank. There's nothing on the shelves. Southern border's wide open. Supply chain is completely destroyed. And nobody wants to work. Welcome to 2022 America. Under Democrat control. Here's the problem. They stole the election, which put them in charge of everything, which destroyed the nation. And who's the puppet? Biden. Who's the puppeteer? China. China, China, China. Not Russia, Russia, Russia. China, China, China. China is where the COVID COVID, uh, disease was manufactured at. China is, what, is who released it, and China owns Joe Biden. And for months prior to the 2020 election, you, me, everybody, tried to get the world to understand how compromised Joe Biden was to the CCP. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Nobody believed that he was literally being controlled by China. And you want to know what our first glimpse a validation of that was is when Don and is when Joe Biden's team, I think it was Blinken, went to meet the Chinese delegates and the ambassadors, and they met in Alaska, and China ate our lunch at that table. That is what validated that for me. When I when I saw the way China ate our lunch at that table, it said, okay, everything that we said about about Biden being controlled and compromised by China is true. And now check this out. China has demanded, demanded, like basically or else. China has demanded Biden to cancel a $108 million arms sale to Taiwan. Now, if China is demanding that the United States do not sell any arms to Taiwan, what does that tell you? What does the common sense tell you that China is planning to do with Taiwan? Better yet, let's look at it like this. If China wants to prevent the arms sale to Taiwan from the United States of America, and their reasoning is because, and, and, and the reason is because they want to invade China, what, is e- what makes it easier for a country to take over another country when they don't have weapons, when they don't have the proper amount of arms? What are we trying to do in this country right now? What are the Democrats trying to do in this country right now? They're trying to take your guns away. The only time a country's government wants to take your guns away or wants to prevent the sale of arms from one country to another is it so they can have a military interest in that country and do not want or expect pushback. And Joe Biden is caving. That illegitimate, dried-up prune is literally caving to China. China has been seriously harassing Taiwan and threatening the tiny nation for years. But once Joe Biden was elected, China took this to a new level. China sees weakness in the Biden administration. And like Russia in Ukraine sees this point in time as their opportunity to invade the tiny island nation of Taiwan. Bradley Thayer, an expert on China, said that in May, China could invade Taiwan at any time. This hasn't changed. The threat's still there. And now the fact that that the minister, uh, China's, 
CCP Party's Ministry of National Defense demanded the Joe Biden administration immediately cancel the $108 million arms sale to Taiwan. A Chinese state broadcaster reported that yesterday. And the demand comes three days after the Pentagon announced that the U.S. State Department had approved the possible multi-million dollar sale to Taiwan representatives. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the State Department and the Pentagon are taking the demands of the CCP under advisement and putting a temporary hold on that $108 million weapons sale to Taiwan at the demands of China. What does that tell you? Well, it's a very, very, very scary picture, folks, because it just doesn't stop there. If they invade Taiwan and they successfully invade Taiwan without any pushback from the United States of America, and they successfully demand Joe Biden withdraws the $108 million arms sale, and, they, and we actually follow that demand, it's over with, folks. It's over with. China owns us. They're already buying land at a phenomenal rate here in the country. And when I say it's over, I don't mean it's over for the United States of America. I mean it's over for our government. Our government is shot. It's done. It's over with. It's time for us to take back control of our government. Take that however you want. But the time now has come for us to take back our government. Let's keep those arms right here because we're going to need them, I think. Now let's go back to uh, Hunter Biden. Ohio is a kite hunter. Now despite the, his attorney's claims... Hunter divested in, he never divested in a Chinese oil company. Chinese records show that Hunter still actively right now has a stake with the CCP. Let's get into that story. Hunter's business dealings in the past were not alone. Hunter also held money for his dad uh, when he was vice president to, to Barack Hussein Obama. Hunter's attorney has claimed that Hunter has no more interest in the two China companies, but this doesn't appear to be the case per a report report from Breitbart who's showing the documents from the CCP company. Now, the company is called Scanaletus, Scanatellus, excuse me, Scanatellus, a company Hunter Biden founded with a 10% stake in BHR Partners still holds a 10% interest in the company despite the, the lawyer's claims. Hunter Biden, this is his lawyer, no longer holds any interest directly or indirectly in either BHR or Skinatellus. That was a claim by his lawyer. But Chinese records obtained by Breitbart contradict that claim. Chinese site QIXIN, Quixin, says the latest filing comes from BHR itself and it was filed in June last month. The Washington Examiner reported this. Also, the 2021 annual report by BHR has an announcement date of June 20th. Scanatellus is still listed as a shareholder with a 10% stake. And who owns Scanatellus? Hunter Biden. High as a kite hunter. It should be noted that High as a kite hunter's representative uh, also has refused to say who bought the stake in the company and for what price. But Hunter's possible part ownership of BHR Partners is relevant because BHR Partners is the same company linked to Chinese oil interests to which the Biden administration reportedly sold 950,000 barrels of oil from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve earlier this month. Are you starting to get it all together, folks? The dominoes of destruction are coming down. Are you starting to put it all together? These people will hang for their high crimes. They will. And I have no problem saying that. I know a lot of times my producer, my wife, they, they go, wow, you shouldn't have said that on air. Why? Why? If you mean something, say it. 
If you say it, mean it. And if you say it, stand by it and proudly stamp your name on that. Joe Biden needs to and hopefully will hang in a public square for what he's done to this country. Same thing with Obama. Now that we've set the precedent that executive privilege doesn't exist. Same thing with Fauci. Same thing with Dr. Burtz. Same thing with, uh, what's that, uh, what's that, that, that loser woke Pentagon general? Oh, Mark Milley, General Milley. Is that his name? Him too. All of them. And I'll proudly say it and stand by that. And if my door gets kicked down someday and I get shot in the head or dragged out of here, oh well. What am I going to do? Sit here in silence like a shriveled up loser and not say anything when it needs to be said? Not me. Not going to happen. Never been my style, if you know what I mean. Say what you mean, mean what you say, and stand by what you say. Or else you're nobody. Now, one thing that we've learned over these last six years, it's not only politicians, but it's athletes, Hollywood actors, writers, directors, producers, whatever you want to say. Whatever you want to say, what we've learned in these last six years is not only are they completely unqualified for any of their jobs, who knows how they got there to begin with, but they're actually very stupid people, very low IQ people. Stephen King, one of the most uber liberal losers on planet Earth, right next to Michael Moore, Stephen King. The demented liberal, the demented Marxist, communist. What a loser this guy is. I'm going to show you a video that's actually pretty funny. Stephen King, the horror novelist, low talent, low IQ, nobody, has been on a tirade against Trump for the last six years. What's great about this is idiot Stephen King was pranked by two Russians who tricked him into believing that he was on a call with Vladimir Zelensky. On the call, he claims that Ukrainian Holocaust architect Stephen Bandera was a great man whose murder of Jewish people was just a slight flaw worth overlooking. And guess what? They got Stephen King to actually agree with that. All humans have flaws and they make mistakes, said Stephen King about Stephen Bandera who murdered Jewish people out like, like crazy. I think this is great. Watch this. This is what you get, Stephen King. Who I really love, Ukraine. Yeah, they. It's not. Uh, it's not Nazis. It's Azov. They, of course, they love some uh, people like Bandera. It's uh, our national hero. So, what do you think about Bandera? He was in the uh, Second World War, and uh, he fought against uh, Soviet Union. Uh, but yeah, he had some crimes, but it's not uh, so big crimes. It's of course accidentally where uh, crimes against Jews, but you know, it's really important to keep him uh, opposed to Putin and his propaganda. Well, yes, I mean, there, there, there are always, you can always find things about people uh, to pull them down. Uh, there is Washington and Jefferson were slave owners. Uh, that doesn't mean that they didn't do many good things for the United mm-hmm. States of America. Uh, there are always people who have uh, flaws. We're human. You know, there are things that uh, we do that are bad choices. And then there are things that we do uh, that are great choices. So, you know, on the whole... I think uh, Bandera is a great man, and (laughs) you're a great man, and uh, viva Ukraine. 
Well, there you go. Thank you very much. I think Bandera is a great man who killed countless amounts of Jews. I thought that was great the way they pranked him. Think Making this loser think that he was actually on a call with Vladimir Zelensky. Now, it's not, you know, unheard of. You know what I mean? Birds of a feather flock to uh, flock together, right? Losers flock together. It's not unheard of. You see other actors and Hollywood people going over there, meeting Vladimir Zelensky like he's, he's some kind of hero while he's got some kind of leather thong underneath his same clothes that he wears every day. But I thought that was great. They got Stephen King to admit that a Jewish murderer was a great person. These people are not very bright. They are not very bright indeed. You know who else isn't very bright? The Department of Justice, Merrick Garland. Do you remember when Stephen Colbert's crew got arrested for invading the U.S. Capitol? You know, just like they did on January 6th and harassing GOP lawmakers and Stephen Colbert went on air and tried to downplay it. It's not a big deal. We, we didn't break anything. Well, neither did all the people. Neither did most of the people that are in the D.C. gulag there, Stephen Colbert. Right? We didn't cause any harm. We didn't hurt anybody. Yeah, neither did 90% of the people that are rotting in the D.C. gulag or have been visited by the FBI. We didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, you kind of you know, illegally entered the Capitol building to harass lawmakers. Kind of like they did on January 6th. Right? Well, ladies and gentlemen... Merrick Gardenome Garland and the illegitimate DOJ have just cleared Stephen Colbert's team of all wrongdoing on the unlawful entry charges. This two-tiered justice system just keeps getting worse. Last month, several CBS employees who worked for Colbert's late night show were arrested at the U.S. Capitol building for trespassing after hours and harassing GOP lawmakers. The U.S. Capitol was absolutely closed at that time. Representative Adam Shifty Schiff let the insurrectionists in the building. Of course, they're good at that. They got they you know, they learned how to let insurrectionists in on January 6th, right? Colbert's goons were not only harassing Republican lawmakers after hours, but they also went and harassed and mocked the families of the January 6th prisoners held in prison for over a year without a trial. Now, Stephen Colbert's clear, uh, crew has been cleared of any unlawful entry charges after they were caught inside the House office building after hours without permission. Apparently, only Trump supporters have got to rot in prison for unlawfully entering the Capitol building. See, folks, all of this stuff right now, it's just it's just for optics and to ruin people's lives. It's political. And a lot of people are, a lot of people's lives are being ruined. It is literally definite, the literal definition of Marxism. It is the definition of communism, what we're seeing right now. And like I said, we might not get all these people today, but every one of these people will hang with a capital H, a capital A, a capital N, and a capital G with 16,000 exclamation points. We'll put it this way. As many exclamation points are there as genders on the left. How about that? And I've got no problem saying it. Now, do you want to know who dropped the charges in the DOJ? Well, he's a U.S. attorney. He's a Biden-appointed U.S. attorney. He's also a prosecutor investigating January 6th. (laughs) Look at this moron. Yep, that's him. That's the Biden-appointed attorney who's also a prosecuting attorney for the January 6th investigative committee, and he's the one who dropped the charges, folks. Unbelievable. His name is Matthew Graves, by the way. (laughs) Graves. Huh, how ironic. 
Matthew Graves, the Biden-appointed U.S. attorney who dropped the charges on Colbert's goons, is also the prosecutor investigating January 6th. Matthew Graves also works for U.S. attorney Merrick Gardenome Garland. Apparently only Trump supporters have to rot when it comes to unlawfully entering uh, the building. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Charges dropped, two-tiered system. But don't worry. Like I said, our time will come. Now, I want to end the show with a very, very important story about gay marriage. So if you're watching this show right now and you are gay, this has nothing to do with an attack on you as a person, okay? This has everything to do with the attack on Christians hijacking our rainbow, which we've taken back, and hijacking marriage, which is a blessing and a gift from God Almighty straight out the B-I-B-L-E. Marriage does not exist outside of God's vision of a union between a man and a woman. Now, if you want to be legally attached to each other, that's fine. If you want to wear rings that say that you're married, that is fine. If you want to have a notarized sealed document that says you are combined until death do you part, that is fine. But marriage is not for you. No. Marriage is not for you because God's standards and God's vision of a human race is so much higher than yours and so much higher than mine. And if we are going to be children of God, and I know there are people watching this who are gay, who also are children of God, your sin is no worse than my sin. But when it comes down to this right here, marriage is a gift given to us by God for a man and a woman. And we're going to take it back. We're going to take it back. And in no way is this an attack on you. This is just reclaiming God's vision and God's standards. Now, if we are to see a Dobbs-like victory for marriage, we must become educated. As a matter of fact, we all know that education is the most powerful and most worthy thing that you can have. It was the proliferation of hundreds of pro-life organizations which resulted in well-informed warriors capable of rebutting common pro-choice talking points like my body, my choice, and it might be like a human, but is it a person? You need to have talking points. You need to be able to combat these discussions or debates with education and to know exactly what to say if we are to accomplish this as well. Now, again, we are a nation going back to God. Whether you like it or not, we are a nation going back to God. So if you can't beat God, you might as well join him. Amen? Here we go. Opposition to gay marriage is just like opposition to interracial marriage. That's what they're going to say. Opposition to gay marriage is just like opposition to interracial marriage. And if you come after gay marriage, they're going to come after interracial marriage next. That's going to be their gaslight. Here's what you say. No, children of interracial couples enjoy maternal and paternal love and two rich heritages. Children of gay couples lose maternal or paternal love and half of their heritage. If you really think family is so important, then you must be against divorce. Correct. No-fault divorce is the original redefinition of marriage and has devastated the American family. These are your rebuttals, okay? Save this. I'm giving these to you so that you know how to fight these people back. Kids don't need moms and dads. They just need to be safe and loved. Statistically, the safest home for a child is that of their married biological mother 
and father. So if you truly believe children should be safe and loved, then you must advocate for traditional marriage. Proponents of both abortion and gay marriage often appeal to edge cases. Outliers like rape and incest, or so you'd rather have a child languish or in an orphanage than be adopted by a gay couple. A solid pro-life and pro-marriage response requires readiness to respond to the rare exception of arguments. Just as the one person of rape cases do not negate a child's right to life, the slim instance of a same-sex couple being the only option for an adoption do not justify rewriting parenthood law. Amen? Most importantly, we need to follow the two-prong approach of changing hearts and changing laws. Pro-life advocates walked the walk when it came to supporting women in unplanned pregnancies. They changed hearts by volunteering at pregnancy resource centers, which Pocahontas wants to shut down, and outdoing their liberal counterparts as adoptive and foster parents. They also had savvy legal minds searching for cracks in the law to limit pre-birth murder. Similarly, the pro-traditional marriage crowd must change hearts by doing the hard work of keeping their own families intact, number one, practice what you preach, enfolding their, uh, into, their orbit, uh, into their orbit the father-hungry neighbor boy with two moms and proving that pro-marriage position isn't grounded in animus by initiating a relationship with our LGBTQ neighbor. We also must incept creative legal action that will incentivize men to commit to the women that they impregnate and thus restore the original function of the institutional tradition of marriage. Now, men out there, start being men. My sister's going through this right now. She just had a baby a year ago and her man walked away because he can't handle it. It's too much. Stop being a coward and start being a man. Stand up as the head of household. You made a commitment to impregnate that woman. Now make the, make the commitment to provide for that woman and that child and make the commitment to God to marry that woman if you have not married her yet and traditionally show the world how a father and a mother is the best thing for a child. And yes, we are coming after the institution and the tradition and the gift from God of marriage and we're taking that back as well. Again, no, dis- no disrespect to gay people. You love who you want to love. But the word marriage means it's from God for a man and for a woman. And yes, we want it back. Having said that, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to say thank you for joining me today. I will direct you to JeremyHerald.com. Look at this. Brand new women's freedom tank tops. Great material. Great sizes. If you need any questions on sizes, please email and ask lfabusiness21 at gmail.com. Here's another one, Fearless, which has got a Proverbs verse on it. And, of course, we've got the other colors as well. We've got a bunch of new summer gear here. And, of course, the hot item here, One Nation Under the Armor of God. Check those out, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, and remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper, okay? I will see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America, and until then, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. And remember, Coffee Talk Tuesdays on Telegram in just 50 minutes. Be there or be square. Peace.